0: ...relatives and friends who do so much to help with those daily tasks that are proving difficult. Chapter 1 Working and Care of the Eye The eye has been described as the window of the soul, and this part of the human body can indeed be a most expressive one. It has, however, a definite structure and physical function that can be mapped exactly. To be sure that this delicate organ remains in good working order for as long as possible, it is important that care is taken throughout life, and help obtained quickly if there should be any deterioration in vision. Eyes are delicate spherical organs situated within a ring of bone known as the orbit. This firm ring consists of the cheekbone below, part of the skull above, and the nasal bones between the two eyes. This beautifully made and specially adapted socket serves to protect the soft, vulnerable tissue making up the eyeball. Accidents can, of course, involve the eyes, but without this bony protection, much more frequent and dangerous damage could be done. The eye is shaped rather like a slightly elongated round ball, with a small bulge at the front. This latter part is known as the cornea. Beneath the cornea lies the iris, the coloured part of the eye which is unique to each individual and varies from very dark brown or black to the lightest of blue or green. In the centre of the iris is the pupil, a round black aperture. This pupil contracts and expands in response to the amount of light entering the eye at any one time. In bright light, the pupil will become small to limit the amount of light entering. Conversely, when the light is dim, the pupil will expand to allow more light to enter. Behind the iris lies the lens. This has a jelly-like consistency contained within a capsule. This part of the eye changes shape allowing light rays to be focused accurately on the retina. This retina is the all-important seeing part of the eye, much like the film in a camera. It has specialised types of cells known as rods and cones, with an underlying network of blood vessels and nerves which pass images of the outside world to the part of the brain concerned with the processing of vision and the subsequent interpretation of what is being visualised. The rods are concerned with vision in dim light, while the cones are concerned with the sharp sight needed in bright light. The macula is that part of the retina which is concerned with, seeing with clarity the object straight ahead, the fine discrimination which allows us to perform so many small, intricate tasks that are a part of everyday life, the visualisation of colour. This vital part of the retina, in spite of having such a vital function, Is tiny. It measures only around three millimeters by four millimeters. A special pigment within the cells makes it appear a yellow color. The macula has a higher concentration of cones than any other part of the retina and also has a highly specialized blood and nerve supply. The cells are arranged in a specific pattern rather like the hairs on a dog's coat or the pile on a piece of velvet all pointing in one direction, towards the incoming light. Specific nerve fibres, up to one million, connect the macula to the ophthalmic part of the brain, situated at the back of the head. Around 80% of these nerve fibres are concerned with images coming from the macula. In this way, the amount of information about the world is massive and amounts to an extremely large part of how the world is viewed. In fact, More messages reach the brain from the macula than from any other separate part of the body. So it can be seen what an enormous part in our understanding of the world the macula plays. The optic nerve correlates all the incoming messages on their passage to the brain. This important structure is situated at the back of the eye, a little below the midline. Where this nerve enters the eye... The smooth coating of the retina is necessarily interrupted. This gives rise to a blind spot from which signals from the outside world are not received. Probably everyone at some time or other.